much of anything is not always a great thing. So even with a the theme, um, okay. they're fun, they're great. But if you don't have a theme and you feel like you really want a theme, there's a couple things you can do. The best way is to like go to your partner and kind of discuss you know, how did we meet and what do we love to do together and what speaks to us wholeheartedly. Welcome to the Colorado Wedding Podcast, the ultimate place to plan your Colorado wedding. From luxury weddings to intimate elopements, we'll guide you through planning your wedding in the beautiful state of Colorado. We're your hosts, Josh and Brian, and we're here to give you insider tips and advice from all kinds of Colorado wedding experts. Join us and discover the best ways to reduce wedding stress and design your unique wedding day. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Colorado Wedding Podcast. I'm Brian from Bookend Photography, and we this is the ultimate place to plan your Colorado wedding. So we have Brandy back again, who is amazing. Um, she is a wedding consultant and had years of wedding planning experience. We've worked together quite a few times and one of my favorite people to work with at a wedding. And anything that she says, just do it because uh, she knows what she's talking about. Don't don't listen to your instinct. Just go to do what she tells you. No, no, no. We did tell them to follow their gut. So yes, follow your instinct with Brandy's permission. There we go. Um, but yeah, today, one thing that we really want to cover, we get tons of questions on that. And I'm not an expert in this area. And that is wedding theme or wedding, wedding decorations and how you approach that. You know, there are infinite options. People see stuff on Pinterest and Instagram yeah. and the things that get popular just look like, oh my gosh, I couldn't do that. Like we're going to have our wedding swimming on dolphins or scuba diving or something or, or whatever that thing is. It's, right. Oh, that sounds cool. We're not really into scuba diving, but I want to do that. So some of the questions are, you know, how do they, how should they approach that? And, right. and kind of what is the thought process on designing a wedding? Sure, sure. And that that's a very loaded question, right? There's so much there. So um, one of the things I want to kind of differentiate between is theme versus decor, okay. right? So theme is very specific. A lot of my clients, when they have a theme, they know it right out the gate. Okay. Um, so a theme is very intense, right? It is it is an, an an overarching thing for the whole thing. Like you're going to do Marvel or you're going to do, like you said, dolphins. Yeah, sure. Right? Um, I will I will say too much of anything is not always a great thing. So even with a theme, um, okay. they're fun, they're great. But if you don't have a theme and you feel like you really want a theme, there's a couple things you can do. The best way is to like go to your partner and kind of discuss, you know, how did we meet and what do we love to do together and what speaks to us wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but again, a lot of people kind of know that decor is very different and decor is, you know, everything from your flowers to your favors to all those little things. So there is a way to decorate and then there's a way to have a theme. Okay. Um, and as you, as you, you know, we, we were chatting, Pinterest can be your friend and your worst enemy, yes. right? Yes. So well. what I do is I tell the brides, go crazy, go on Pinterest. And then what I look for is an overarching connection okay. with their Pinterest page. And then I make them whittle it down to three. You have three main ideas that we're going to work with and we want them all to you know flow into each other so if you don't have a theme i have to stress this if you don't have a theme it's okay sometimes not having a theme is the theme yes. right sometimes being very simple and elegant is also a beautiful thing so don't overthink it go back to that gut feeling yeah and also talk with your partner talk about how you got here and and what it means to you and there's a vibe. I always tell my clients, kind of vibe. What do you want your guests to leave with? What do you want? How do you want them to feel? For some people, it's the party. For some people, it's the food, right? So take that vibe and either 
incorporate it to your theme or vice versa, right? Yeah. And so you're saying like if you just read Hunger Games, like you don't have to be Katniss down the aisle. Like it, Correct. So it's so would you like it has to be something that you share. Like you would say it like it basically has to be, right? Like it should be. Absolutely. Because yeah. the whole point of a wedding is that you're melding, right? Yes. So um, I had a wedding that I did with, um, they both had significant amount of children on each side, you know, kind of a Brady mm -hmm. Bunch thing. And so they were really looking for a way to meld that family together. And we did an Irish blessing wedding. Awesome. Where we tied the family together with ropes. And that was the overarching theme for the wedding. Yeah. That. So anything that, that you're doing, make sure you... You, now, now I do know, I do know there are some partners who are like, ah, oh, she's in charge or he's in charge. Right, you know, I've right. seen it all the way. Yes, yeah, everyone's relationship is different. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but at least go back to having those conversations of what speaks to you. And really, it has to bring you joy and it has to speak to both of you because this is a blending. Yeah. yeah. And I think that one thing that people need to be aware of, and, and we've shot a couple themed weddings and that some of them were amazing. But we heard about sometimes like there's a cost affiliated with that, okay. right? So like if you're doing a Star Wars wedding or you're doing a Lego wedding or something like that, you're probably going to have additional things, right? From oh, yes. from your from your list of things that you'll need for a wedding, you're probably going to have things on top of that, correct? Oh, definitely. And the expense can get really outrageous uh, very quickly. Yeah. Because you don't just need one or two of things; you need a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> 200. <laughs> so if you're having a micro wedding, then that's a little easier to pull off mm -hmm. a really intense theme. When you're going big, that can be a huge expense. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And actually, as Brandy and I talked about in our last podcast, like do you, like do the thing that you want to do. And if that means having a wedding with 10 people there, awesome. If that means having a wedding with 500 people there and that's what you want, great. And all those things are going to have different expenses. And if you want a theme, like I have, uh, I've had a bride and groom that are really into Dungeons and Dragons and they have that stuff already, right? They have some of Absolutely. those things already. Some of their friends have those things. Um, or, you know, I've done a wedding where, uh, the groom made, he made every he, he was a welder and he made everything. So everything was, you know, he made like custom knives. He made all this other sort of stuff. What is that? A swordsmith or whatever you want to call that. He made Very custom cool. things and it was really, really cool. And those are things that they had already had in their house or he was already doing anyway. And that, to me, makes sense for a theme, right? It's like part of your life Absolutely. already um, where, I, you know, I made that joke about Hunger Games. But it's like if you just like watch the, you know, something, The Mandalorian for the first time and right. you really love it and your partner doesn't, probably not a good idea. Absolutely. This really needs to be something that kind of you build your relationship on, you know, if it's a theme. If you go to cosplay every, you yeah. know, every time, then sure, take that theme and run with it. But if not, or if it's really one-sided, that's that's kind of missing the mark. For sure. Right? And I have to stress, again, stay true to who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, talk to, talk between you two, set those boundaries, then let the other people in. Yeah. And so I'm just going to emphasize what Brandy said, which is you don't need it. I would say most weddings don't have a theme. As, right. I mean, I would say agreed. 95, 99% of them right. don't. You, and, and like we were saying, you see a lot of them on Pinterest, but that's because right. they're special. They get the shares. It doesn't mean the everybody videos. has a theme. Right. It looks different than everything else. And um, if you're just doing it just to be different, it's probably going to be very stressful. It's going to be forced, like you said, and, and that's definitely something you don't want to do. Absolutely. I cannot stress that enough. If you feel forced with any piece of it, any piece. If you're forced with the vendor, if you're forced with the venue, if you're forced with the theme, it's not right. Okay. So um, is there a way to do that like a like in just the decor, right? So like say you, you and your partner love Lord of the Rings or something. Maybe you don't want to walk down the aisle in elvish garb and you don't want to have swords and all that sort of stuff. 
But are there ways to do that in the decor or? or Absolutely. Yeah. So I had clients that, um, you know, they were big investors in a restaurant and there was a very cute little pig that they have as the logo. Yeah. And the bride was like, I love it. I want to incorporate it, but I don't want it to be my whole wedding. She didn't want to dress as a pig down the aisle. Absolutely okay. not. No, she was against it, even though she would have been a cute pig. <laughs> yeah. But what we did was we made the place cards for everyone, the little the little logo. And everyone awesome. recognized it from, you know, I, I copied it identical. We made it perfect. And it, you know, spoke to what he wanted, but it didn't overtake the whole thing. So it's not a personal touch, but it wasn't. It wasn't the entire wedding being unrecognizable from any other wedding. Exactly. Exactly. So it gave him the happiness he wanted, kept her happy. And that's, you know, that's the beginning, yes. right? When yeah. You've got the partnership, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's awesome. You learn a lot about each other when you plan your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just assume that, you know, a lot of weddings aren't going to have a huge overarching theme. They're not going to be scuba diving or skydiving or, or whatever that is. So when you talk about decor, you said, you you know, you kind of choose... A whole Pinterest board, and then you, if say someone was planning it by themselves and they didn't have your expertise, even though you should definitely ask Brandy about her expertise. But if they weren't doing that, like how would they approach setting up kind of, is it, do you go by colors? Do you go by types of flowers? Or right. So, first, you know, every, I feel like every couple has a couple things that they love a mm -hmm. color that they love, a flower that they love, or if you've chosen your venue, which I hope you've chosen your venue by the time you're to decor. Yes. Um, that's important. Do that first. <laughs> Take your venue and see what what can easily, you know, use what's there. Sometimes there's beautiful things at the venue that you can incorporate to your wedding mm -hmm. that are very easy. And people kind of look past it. They think they have to add, add, add. Right. Right. And so sometimes you can just take a beautiful old wall or brick wall or something like that and make take it go from there with the decor. If you're trying to take a venue and turn it into something else again, you're going to run into really high okay. costs. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like if you have an outdoor wedding and you're trying to have a really indoor based theme, Correct. that's going to be stressful and probably probably can't even do it. Right. So, yeah, it, it, get, it can get very costly and very difficult. So again, when you're when you know back to when you're choosing your venue, look for something that speaks to you. When you walk in, it, it should speak to you. You feel comfortable there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So from a functional side, how are you kind of like planning your centerpieces or your arch or that sort of thing to all kind of stay within that same decor? So is it, do you have people to help you? Do you like is it? I'm sure. It's right. So trust your professionals, right? So um, if you have decided a color or an idea and try to be as definitive on your hard nose. Again, I'm going to go back to those hard nose. Yes. When you when you determine your hard nose, it get it, you know, if you say I don't want these huge centerpieces that are in each other's faces. Yeah. Well, already we have a starting point, right? So sometimes if you can't make a decision, go back to your hard nose and work through them and then whittle it down. Start crossing things off the list. Absolutely. And go back to that I can't remember her name at the the gal who wrote a book about keep what brings you joy. Yes. That is that is definitely pertinent here. If it doesn't speak to you, if it doesn't bring you joy, let it go because you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to like it in the pictures. It's going to eat it. Yes. You know? So don't don't force it. Awesome. And so then when all that stuff is, you know, you've kind of figured all that out, you get all your materials together or your professionals are doing that for you. So the day of the wedding, I think you and I both know that the decoration stuff can be a lot, right? Like huge, if, especially if the venue doesn't have some. Some venues don't have storage, right? So you have to yes. bring in truckloads of things, and absolutely, need a lot you of have a small hand. So. Yeah, you have a certain amount of time. You can't bring mm -hmm. it the night before. So definitely check with your venue on that of how 
early you can bring it, if you can store it before, if you can store it after, right. um, you know, getting, or if you, they make you get out that night, you're probably going to have to figure that out. So what are kind of some tips that you have for like, like having all those centerpieces or having. Right. And I feel like this is missed by a lot of couples. Um, I, I think it's something they don't think about for sure. Absolutely. And so that's one of the big things. Know your venue. Know your venue inside out. Know what their rules are. Know how long they'll store stuff, if they'll store stuff. Some places don't have room to mm-hmm. store stuff. So do not make any assumptions. Ask the questions. And they'll usually, you know, not not to make your wedding not feel special, but they do a, a ton of these, right? Yes. So they know the ins and outs of what works, what doesn't, timeframes, et cetera. They can't store, a, if they do 100 weddings a year, they can't store 100 weddings worth of stuff. Absolutely. It just doesn't, it's totally fair to the venue. Absolutely. Agreed. And so you really need to know what their parameters are. And then you you need a team of people. You need a team of people and you need great, excellent communication. Write everything down. One of the best ideas that I've given to my clients and when they follow it, they're like, wow, that was yes. Tubs. Get plastic tubs. Have a, a tape a piece of paper to the outside of the tub. Put exactly where this goes for what part of the wedding and who's in charge of it. Yes. And that makes it very simple. Then you give Susie her box and she knows what to do with it. Don't overwhelm all your all your helpers with everybody else's tasks. Yes. Keep it precise to what they're doing. And that will go really a lot quicker and a lot easier. Have a team for the beginning. Have a team at the end. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is. Yes. Awesome. And the other thing, too, is I would um, I've seen it be very stressful to just rely on your wedding party also. Right. Because like yeah. black times are getting ready. They're getting hair. They're getting makeup. So if you're expecting your wedding party to be also the ones that are setting up decorations and that sort of thing, that can be a day. Yeah, that double, can be double day. dipping, triple dipping, don't recommend it. Don't put anything on your list. Don't put, yes, you're, that's you're you. the bride and groom, right? Don't do it. You will regret it. Um, don't put anything on your parents' list unless you know they're going to leave early and they can take a few things with them. But you want your parents to enjoy this day, too. And your wedding party, they have a huge task, right? Yes. They have to drink and be crazy. Yes. <laughs> they got to be there for you. And, if you and, and honestly, the more things you ask them of that day, it kind of uh, whittles down their energy it to does. support you. So it does. And I, they lose interest in it. Yeah. It's Absolutely. like if you have a third man who's a busybody, that's a great person, right? I always so, find the people at the weddings. Yes. Find the little helpers. There's always people who want to feel involved and want to help. Those are your go-to people. And I think that people do fall back on, I have this wedding party. You know, we have eight people on each side. That's 16 people I can help. Kind of. And right. Keep Sometimes keeping them in line and getting dressed at the right time, getting at the right place at the right time, that's enough. There's a huge timeline to follow. Yeah. There's so many caveats within that timeline. They've got to remember a lot of things. So, yeah, if you overload them, it's just not going to work out. And I, I have seen that a ton. That's a really great point, Brian. Yeah. So overall, I think just to recap, I think that kind of the main things when it comes to theme and decor is to have a plan. Don't force anything. You don't need to force a theme or force a decor, especially that you don't want. Really listen to yourself. What speaks to you and your partner? Yes. And then definitely have a plan. So have a plan for way before the day. Have it done way before the day. Have a plan for the day, who it's going to be for. Have a plan at the end of the day. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't DIY for your wedding. If you want to DIY great just do it way in advance and have an end yes. date of several weeks before the wedding because things come up and you need to be free for that yeah do not be working on your own decor the night before uh that has Please happened <laughs> and it's a funny story later what is that it takes away from your day definitely. absolutely yeah. absolutely Agreed. well that's awesome well brandy thank you so much so what's the best way for people to contact you again 
Uh, it'd be great if they just go to my Instagram. You can message me. You can see some of the work I've done, and I will have some new content up there about my books. That's awesome. Yes, Brady will be coming out with more books, and they're and they're really awesome. They're bite sized, so you don't need a huge packet to do every little thing. If you only need to learn how to pick out a venue, then you can just choose that one. If yeah, you only need to learn, yes, if you only need to learn how to build a timeline, and so we'll be linking all those in the show notes. Um, again, this is the Colorado Wedding Podcast. Um, I'm Brian here, and with Brandy, and it's been amazing. Um, and Brandy, I actually have one last thing for you. So yes. what is your kind of nightmare situation when it came to decor? Do you have any like funny stories? Oh, yeah. About maybe yeah. maybe maybe just like give people insight into this is the reason you don't do it the wrong way. Right. So I, this is this involves a little bit of a turn and burn venue. Um, and they had multiple weddings going on at the same time. And the florists came and the person who was in charge directed the wrong florist to the wrong cakes oh my gosh so we had to undo all the flowers off the cake and you know some of these flowers are dyed and so there's colors leaking <laughs> we had to redo the thought it turned out great i was able to pull it yes off. that's why you, that's, that's why you hired a good help that's why you hired a good help because if you were diying it well, yeah, unfortunately i wasn't there when the deliveries happened and it all went amiss and uh yeah but you know yeah we made it work we yes made it work and one thing with these horror stories I always say is they're funny years later. So sure. I know that everybody's different. Some people handle stress differently. But if you can laugh, yes. that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Because you can't control people and people honestly make and mistakes. And all those little nuances make the day. Oh my gosh. I all, all the all the weddings I remember is when something funny happened. <laughs> and I, maybe it wasn't funny to the bride at the time, but I I know they still tell this story. So Absolutely. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for your insight. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll probably have you back because you know way more than I do. So Brian, I appreciate Thank you. Appreciate it. Tune in again next week, next week, whenever our next episode is. And I will talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Colorado Wedding Podcast. We hope you found our tips insightful for planning your Colorado wedding. For all the free wedding planning tools, checklists, and guides, go to coloradoweddingguides.com. Don't forget to rate us on Apple and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at CO Wedding Podcast. We appreciate you and hope you have the best wedding possible. See you next time.